Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic, contribution cap increases from 1st July. Dallas, uh, it's the 1st of March 2021 today. And um, just last week, uh, we we got notification through that the government is actually indexing up yeah. the contribution caps yep. uh, from 1st of July 2021. So um, the $25,000 that you're able to contribute uh, and claim as a tax deduction is called the concessional contributions cap. Yep. Um, we talk about that a lot, of course, because we target that yep. for every for every single one of our clients. Almost that is is, is approaching retirement. Mm. We're targeting getting yep. in twenty five thousand dollars each year for yep. them. And so that's just gone up to well, that is going up to twenty seven and a half thousand dollars. I feel like before we get started on this podcast, we should really dial it down a bit with our excitement. I feel like <laughs> we're way too excited about this. I, was thinking, I am excited about this. <laughs> it's it's the, the the average the the person who's listening to this is probably thinking you guys need to get a life. Like, this is not that exciting, but but for us and for our for our clients who are trying to build up their retirement savings, it it is like this is what we this is what what we get excited about is is to come to work and and. And these are the changes that we talk about. That, right? This is what the government has put in place. What do, what do we do based on this? Well, what I get excited about for on this one, the twenty five thousand dollars limit yep. is going up to twenty seven and a half thousand dollars. That means every single person can put in an extra two and a half thousand dollars and claim that as a tax deduction. Yeah. Now, um, for most people, that's going to pan out to be about a thousand dollars extra tax free rate. money. Yep. Uh, in terms of of tax return, that will be able to pick up. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, on right. That sum of money and somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah, and th- that's exactly right. It's that yeah we've talked at great length before. Like you said, it, you know you've probably heard us talk about twenty five thousand, twenty five thousand that contribution concessional contribution cap. You know, a uh, hundred times if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis. So we're not going to go back and change all of the podcasts we've already recorded, but just know that from first July that figure that figure is changing. So every time if you're going back through our backlog and listening to the twenty five thousand. It's actually even more of a bonus that you can take advantage of, mm. more tax savings you can pick up, all of that kind of thing. So so that's the concessional contributions cap. Now, just to clarify again, uh, Michael, that's that's the total amount each year that can go in as before-tax contributions. Now, that includes your any employer contributions that, that are made. So if you're earning $100,000 a year and your employer pays 9.5% uh, contributions, that's nine $9,500 going in. So... Uh, the twenty-seven and a half thousand dollar cap includes, you know, that that nine and a half thousand comes under that. So yeah, you can put in eighteen thousand dollars yep. and claim that as a tax deduction. Yep, a maximum of eighteen thousand dollars. That'll take up to twenty-seven and a half thousand dollars. Yep, of, of combined of concessional contributions. Yep. So that's the there's, that's the, the the one of the things. That, and you you touched on this, um, but just to explain why that happens, this is all a calculation that this is in the new. This isn't a new thing. It's basically just a reworking of a calculation where these limits are all based on um, what they call the, the is, it, is it a WOTI? Is it the, they, that's, that's the, the figure I think they use the, the average, average weekly ordinary times earned. They've been so, indexing it 
Yeah. Based on a weighty figures, I yeah. think, yeah. So the government basically just looks at what the average wage. Over time, these limits are just indexed up by um, the increase to people's wages to reflect the fact that obviously getting 25000 you know, getting a contribution cap of 25000 that's, you know, it's got to go up because everyone's wages is going up, which is... So this isn't some new rule. Um, it's not as though anything structurally changes. It's just a new. It's just a new limit based on, based on um, yep. you know wages going up. So that's the the twenty seven and a half thousand is the concessional contributions cap. Um, what else is going up? Uh, the non concessional contributions cap is going up from a hundred thousand dollars to a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Now basically that's that's always pegged at four times the concessional yep. contributions cap. Yep, and that non-concessional contributions cap, look, in layman's terms, it's just money that you're putting in yep. tax-free yep. and you're, not, you, you know, you're putting money into superannuation. Yep. You're, you're not claiming paying. a personal tax deduction yep. for it. Yep. And um, there is no tax levied on that money as it goes into superannuation. Yep. Compare that, of course, to the concessional contributions cap. Yep. You put in, I put in $10,000. My personal tax return is... Uh, sorry, my personal marginal rate of tax is 39% mm-hmm. in this example. I claim that $10,000 contribution as a 39% tax deduction. Mm. 15% tax is then levied yep. on that $10,000 uh, in that example going in under the concessional contributions cap. Yep. Non-concessional contributions, um, money goes in not being claimed as a tax deduction, uh, although you'd like to in some, yep. in some, <laughs> in some circumstances. Money goes in um, because you're not claiming it as a deduction, then um, you're... you're your, there's no 15% tax yep. levied on, zero percent tax levied on that money going in. Now that's that's a big one yeah. uh, in terms of people selling uh, properties or selling a business. business. So yep. I spoke to some clients the other day um, selling a, a business. There's some money that can go in under the small business capital gains tax exemption, yep. but then they've got a whole big whack of money outside of that. Yep. Um, that they're looking to get in as well. So this is what we use, the non-concessional contributions cap to get more money in to super prior to them retiring. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and I guess further to that as well, so the non-concessional cap is, is gone from 100, it is going from 100 to 110. What that also means is the, the bring forward contributions that you can make where you can actually bring forward three years of, of those non-concessional contributions is yep. that you can put $330,000 in as, as a one-off lump that's sum good point. to yep. use up your, your, your three years worth of contributions. Yep, that's, that's a good point. Now, um, we checked, uh, I got Ali to check, this is digressing a little bit here, yeah. with Colonial First Day, First Tech. Yeah, and I said, "Can we use bring forward?" Yeah. So a hundred this year of non-concessional, and it goes up to one hundred and ten next year. I, I looked into this as well, so, Michael. So <laughs> two times one hundred and ten. Can we make a three hundred and twenty thousand dollar contribution non-concessionally yes. this financial year? He says no. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've got to do. Um, I, I got to do like we we were just discussing this before we we started this podcast. This podcast will really just be about. Uh, these are the changes, here are the facts. Yep. What we're going to do uh, off the back of this is, and what we're doing at the moment is, um, we'll, we'll be going back um, through all of our existing clients and, and through some different case studies and things like that and working out how do, these, how do these limits and how do these things impact people individually because this is invariably what happens is, is the government comes and changes the rules and then it sort of seems very simple but then there's all these edge cases of, okay, well, if you've, if you're making like that example, 
So know that you can't use that up. However, there, there are different situations where the, the caps will apply differently. So it's, um, it's definitely something that there's, a, there's, more, there's more research that, that you and I will be doing um, over the next few months and, and looking at with all of our clients as to how can we take advantage of this? Um, how do these changes impact people who are potentially already making some of these contributions who might have already made bring forwards, all those sorts of things? Well, it's, it's a good one, Dallas, because um, it sort of highlights what we do for our clients. One of the big things that we do is we keep abreast with mm. of legislation. Yep. So our clients don't have to be burdened by yeah. keeping up with legislation changes and yeah. then applying it yes. and saying, yeah, okay, does this apply, apply to my me. situation? So, yep. so so, a big part of our job is to to keep abreast of those legislation changes yep. and then run the ruler over all of our existing strategies for yep. existing clients and say, okay, is this going to impact them at all? Yep. Um, uh, is there any advantage that we can take by yep. by tweaking things a little bit? And so it's one of those things that people do, do see as a, a genuine value add that we that we offer to them. It's it's one of those things like I feel like the legislation thing is a, a great example of um you know, just division of labour. So yeah. If we've got hundred and fifty clients and and this new legislation comes out, you've either got hundred and fifty people, hundred and fifty couples that that have to go, Oh no, I've read this thing in the newspaper, <laughs> the contribution caps are going, what does that mean for me and, and what is, what does it mean in general? And then what does that mean as it relates to me and how does that impact mm. me trying to achieve my goals? Whereas we look at it and and we can do all the research, spend all the time, spend all the energy focusing on that because we know that we've uh, we've got 150 case studies that we that we look at and go, okay, well, how does this impact this couple or this couple or these people or it might impact this one but not this one, all these sorts of things. So, yeah, you're dead right. It's, it's one of the big value adds. I often find this with um, with new clients where, um, I think I do a better job of communicating that now, but sometimes I used to have a new client would, when they first became a client, they'd read something in the newspaper about legislation changes and they'd, they'd send it to me and go, hey, are you, are you across this? And after doing that two or three times, they'd go, oh, okay, I, I get it now. You are, yeah. You're across all this. This is, this is yeah. your job. We're already thinking about it as, it as to how it relates to our clients. But um, there's, a, there's another, another change as well with the... Uh, the Transfer, transfer balance, balance cap. cap. Yeah. So what the transfer balance cap is, you would have heard us refer to the $1.6 billion per person yep. that you can move essentially move into a 0% taxed superannuation fund at uh, at an appropriate age. We yep. won't go into the details no, there. Yeah. But, but, but basically, um, we've spoken about between a couple, if you do it correctly, mm-hmm. you can have up to $3.2 million of yep. funds one point six million times two, because yep. uh, it's per person. Mm-hmm. Effectively, in what we would call a tax-free company, think yep. of it as a tax-free trust or a tax-free company. It's just your superannuation funds um, turned into a zero yep. percent taxed environment. Yep. So, so that's going up to one point seven million dollars, yep. um, which is of course a, a, a good thing. What it what it means is that people out there listening um, in that that firm middle so not 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 um significant high net worth like mm. yeah we're not talking north yep. of 10 million yeah we're talking in the 3.4 mm. million dollar range here yeah. of, of retirement yep. savings you can actually you, you, you're right in that spot where you, you you'll never qualify for any government benefits yeah yep um 
but you're in that spot where you can still remain in 0% taxed environment yes. yeah. um, forever and a day yeah. once you've retired. So, you, you know, if set up correctly, you should never pay a dollar of tax ever again if you're a couple with $3.4 million yeah. of retirement savings now. Yeah. And, um, and you're right in that middle where you can obviously be fully self-funded for the rest of your life. You'll have to be. That's right. Yeah. But, but, but not pay any tax either. It's, it's, a, it's a good point. I think that that's one of the big things when most, most people want, um, or a lot of people that you talk to leading up to retirement, they'd really like to get some age pension because they yeah. go, I've been paying tax all my life. I want to get something back. What I often say to people is, is like, forget about it. You're not going to get any of that. Your equivalent of the age pension is going to be to, to be able to use this tax-free environment. So that's that's essentially the benefit that you will get get a cash transfer. You won't get payments from the government. Mm-hmm. What you'll instead get is you just won't pay any tax. So all of the tax that you would have been paying, think of that as your your equivalent as your age pension. Yeah. And and like you said, pretty much for anyone that's anyone who's um, plans to retire with more than a million dollars which um anyone in their 50s now it, it's sort of going to be them if you're retiring with more than a million dollars you it's very unlikely that you'll be able to get any age pension if you if you plan to retire um with any more than one and a half million dollars you just you really have to work on being self-funded fully forever and a day mm. and so that's kind of uh the big one there that we like you were talking about is that for, for our average person who comes to see us who does need to be a self-funded retiree, one of those biggest uh, one of the biggest government benefits you can pick up is that tax saving. And this this little increase um, to to, uh, to this transfer balance cap is is just uh, a bit of an extra bonus as to just a bit more money that you can get into that tax-free environment. Because the point you just made there, Michael, is that uh, two people can... You know, each person can have $1.7 million in that tax-free environment. Now, in reality, what we tend to see is that of a couple, one of them tends to have a higher super balance than the other. And there's all sorts of things that we do look at as to how to make sure we keep that as square as possible so they can both take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But if you've got one member of a couple who's been a higher income for a lot longer, um, it, it often becomes a situation where they might retire with more than the transfer balance cap they don't get to transfer that across to to the other person. That it's it's mm. only per person. So, it's it's a it's. A, I think this one will be a, a real advantage to a lot of our average clients that come and come and see us, where they might have uh, have the two members of a couple, but one of them has stayed home with kids. One of them has has been in the workforce for longer, and the super balances are very different. So, mm. um, but like you say. This is these are just the facts for now. We, we'll be going back through and and looking at how does this actually apply to our clients now who are retired and who are coming up to retirement, and yeah. and by doing that, we'll know how that impacts everyone, and we'll be sharing these case studies with you on on this podcast. And and um, as we said before, if you if the thought of this, as we said in a recent podcast, if the thought of these contribution caps or this legislation change, if this makes your brain hurt. If this makes you just yeah. want to curl up in a ball and not think about it, feel free to give us a call because, like I said, we get really excited about this. This is what we want to be looking at is is how does these changes impact people? How can we work with these rules to help people get where they need to be with their retirement savings? Yeah. So the changes come in on the 1st of July 2021. Um, before you before you go, if you could just remember to please fill up those empty five stars on your <laughs> um, on your podcast uh, app player, 
Um, five stars would be a fantastic review for us. It'll yep. take two seconds. Uh, we certainly want to get the word out and and get more people listening to the, to the Money Over 50 podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.